This is episode 190 of the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. Welcome to episode 190 of the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. Today, I have Doug and Brianne from Junction House Properties on the show. And uh, wow, what a bunch of unique guests. I really enjoyed talking to them. Their angle is Airbnb. They're into uh, purchasing Airbnbs, renovating them. They're doing long-term holds, joint ventures, solo investments, um, Airbnb arbitrage, and everything in between. Uh, They both work full-time jobs, and they have employees working for them in their uh, side hustle, which is their real estate investing business. Uh, It's hard to imagine how they're doing all the things that they're doing. And uh, today they came on and they shared their philosophy, their work ethic, the type of investments they're going after, um, why they like those investments, what are the market fundamentals of the areas that they invest in. So they're investing everywhere from Sudbury to Simcoe, Ontario, um, and, and Brantford, a lot of different places in between, Toronto. And uh, just really, really interesting. Um, not a lot of people would would tackle so much. Uh, in the interview today, uh, Doug mentioned how you, you can't be afraid. You have to constantly move forward. Uh, and in history, if you look back at the people who have been really successful, uh, they're not thinking fear mindset. They're thinking opportunity and uh, really refreshing discussion that was had here. So I think that's enough of an intro for this one. Um, As always, want to let you know that if you're new to real estate investing, I highly recommend going right back to the beginning of this podcast. And um, if you're interested in actually directly speaking with me, I haven't mentioned this in a while, but you can actually book a coaching session, uh, a one-on-one, one-hour, ask-me-anything session through my website at andrew-hines.com. So feel free to book one of those if you are interested in chatting with me directly. Pick my brain regarding uh, anything that you've learned on the podcast or if you haven't had a chance to go through it yet we can do that too just before we jump in please take a moment to hit the like subscribe notification bell if you haven't already done so leave us a comment and uh, if you're an audio listener please leave us a five-star rating and review help more people find the podcast all right thanks so much let's jump into episode 190 with doug and brianne Hello and welcome to the Andrew Hines Real Estate Investing Podcast. I have Doug and Brianne on the show today coming down from Toronto, not too far away. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah. So um, I know you had reached out to me a while back. Can you just tell me the, the story about how we got connected here? Go ahead. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So um, we wanted to reach out because we've just been, uh, we've been up to so much this year and we keep, um, you know, hearing from some of our, our friends and followers about what we're up to and how we're doing all of this. So we, we thought it'd be a great time to yeah. share it with a wider audience. So um, yeah. yeah, we wanted to, to talk okay. about all we got going on. Okay, awesome. Yeah, my, my podcast approach is uh, generally like I'll, it's just people in my circles, I'll reach out to them, you know, kind of ask them and every once in a while I'll get a bunch of requests for people who wanted to come on. I remember hearing some details and thought, hey, you know what, let's have a chat. So uh, if you don't mind, uh, can you walk me through what you're doing as investors right now? And uh, give me a bit of the backstory on that. Yeah, for sure. So um, this last year, we've been transitioning from getting more long-term holds to doing short-term rentals. So we have two big projects on the go right now. Um, We're doing a Victorian restoration in Simcoe, Ontario, so in Norfolk Mm -hmm. County. And uh, that's going to be short-term rental on the upstairs area and the basement we've made um, a little one-bedroom apartment. Um, and then we also have a cottage we are renovating in Selkirk, um, which is kind of close to Port Dover on Lake Erie. Um, and that's going to be obviously short-term rental. Uh, so with that, um, you know, we're just finding there's a lot more opportunities 
potentially in that space as opposed to our long-term holds. Yeah. Um, We're still yeah. working on the long-term holds. Mm-hmm, so we just sure. closed on a fourplex as well. Um, and that's up and running. Um, we actually got that one uh, all rented out early. <laughs> okay. So even before closing. So, mm-hmm. which is kind of neat. Oh, okay. Nice. Where, um, where is that one you said? It, it's in Norfolk. Norfolk as well. As yeah. well. So that, that seems in to be Simco. your area of focus then? Well, we were in um, Sudbury as well. We're in uh, Brantford. And then we started kind yeah. of creeping out of Brantford into Norfolk. Okay. Which is a little just you know, south. South. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I grew up in Tilsonburg. I was born in Tilsonburg General. Yeah. And I know that was like, that bordered mm-hmm. our town, Oxford County and Norfolk, right? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It's really nice there. It's yeah. like, I think they call it the the garden basket or... I Ontario's Garden, I think, or something. Well, like it used that. to be yeah. like the tobacco belt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's um, a tobacco museum. There's all yeah. kinds of cool stuff. But it's beautiful. There. It is nice down there. It's kind of yeah. hidden too, right? Because it's not on the highway. You have to you have yeah. to kind of travel about thirty minutes to go find it yeah. off the highway. Yeah. And there's like the buildings. Like I mean, one of the our Victorian that we're restoring right now is mm-hmm. gorgeous, right? Yeah. And these buildings of, you know, this house is like hundred and fifty years old. You know, it yeah. has all the molding and the the medallions, yeah. and you know, um, you can't really find that anywhere. And it, there's a whole bunch of them in, in Norfolk. So we picked one up yeah. and we're restoring it. But it is it is it is quite beautiful and, mm-hmm. you know, picturesque. Yeah. And and there's winery. Yeah. And there's all yeah. kinds but of also, stuff. like from the in- investment perspective, yeah. um, you know, you can still get decent decent uh, rates on stuff and we're finding the rental market is insane like the the fourplex we just closed on we were able to rent um, a three bedroom for 2100 right which those okay. are rates you're going to get in Brantford and and Hamilton yeah. Yeah. you know almost too right so so what like we might as well just talk about that to yeah. get an idea of what you're kind of like into so it, it, you did a three bedroom 2100 what are the other other rents so the other three are existing tenants. So um, one is uh, 1375, one's 1475, and the small one is uh, 925. And we also rent out the garage there for 1100. 1100 for a garage? Is this like a massive garage? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's about you, what 700 square feet. It's you know, but it's nice. Like it's got electrical. How do you get that much for a garage? We're, I didn't just ask much. for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, we got a ton of interest for that too. It, so. it, a lot of people with small businesses yeah. that are growing outside of just yeah. their um, their garage, and the wife told them to get their company out, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of people like that. So I think we've got a landscaper that's moving yeah. a lot of his equipment in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Um, and this is something you found listed or off market? Kind of both. We actually bought it on market, but I found it, I found the buyer before okay. he was ready to sell, but then okay. he figured he would like to sell on market with agents, which is fine, right? I mean, you can mm-hmm. definitely find deals anywhere, yeah, right? Yeah, I've encountered situations like that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's cool. What did you end up paying for it? So that was 925. 925. So those numbers sound at surface value decent. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You, you'll cash flow, or I mean, historically, what depends on when you get your mortgage. <laughs> when yeah, did you so, get your mortgage? Um, we, we did get it in a, a, before a couple of the hikes. So, um, yeah. 
Yeah, and that one, um, the mortgage. So we decided to go fixed on that just because it's already a stable property. We just yeah. didn't want fluctuation. So uh, the rate's uh, 4.1. In hindsight, I guess that was an okay decision, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, okay, so you said you paid 925. Let's just sub that in. And did you have to do work to it? No. no. So the the vacant unit he had already um, he had just rented it. Mm-hmm. So um, the only thing we have to do is put up some mailboxes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And this is financed with the bank. Yep. Like a uh, yeah. residential side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so eighty percent loan to value, thirty year M. Yeah. It's... Okay. And do you have a ballpark on some of your numbers there, like what your taxes and insurance are? It doesn't sure. have to be super accurate. Just yeah. Ballpark. So um, insurance is almost four hundred a month. So that's more than I'm used to hearing, but I mean, I guess that's because yeah, nice and I building. think just because yeah. also the garage, right? So oh um, yeah, 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 the extra just use, the other building. Um, so all utilities is probably around six hundred. So that's um, mm-hmm. it's in, all inclusive too, the rent. So the tenants don't pay um, extra, you- unfortunately. Uh, taxes are three forty. There's coin laundry. so six hundred times twelve. Okay, yeah, so you're that's still not bad for inclusive. So you're mm-hmm. seventy two hundred a year. Um, yep. and so you said taxes approximately three forty a month. Yep, three forty times twelve. So yeah, four thousand eighty. Um, anything else? So landscaping, snow removal. That's all done um, by us. Yeah, you guys by do all us. Of it? And we we have a, a there's actually a local um, kid in the neighborhood who yeah. we've uh, gotten to know. So we we can pay him hourly eighteen dollars an hour. Okay, so what's your annual budget for snow and, and grass? Um, we have a thousand bucks, thousand which bucks? is more yeah. than yeah that's, we need. Yeah, that's good. If you if you got your working angles like that, you get the local yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Neighbors can be great for that. Uh, so management yourself managing, I guess. Oh yeah. yeah. So I like to just throw in like a one percent for. Mm-hmm whatever you might have cost-wise, but it wouldn't even be that. Uh, maintenance, something older like that, obviously you're gonna have stuff come up. What do you guys budget for maintenance typically? So uh, we have 5%. 5%, okay, I'll yeah. put that in as well. And then miscellaneous, I usually just throw in like 500 bucks for like whatever might mm-hmm. happen. So your your cap rate on that is 4.61. That's, that's pretty solid. So you mm-hmm. when did you buy this? So we bought it in February. Um, so right at the right height. Right at the height. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was listed for nine fifty eight. So we we, we got a um, yeah. bit of a deal. Yeah. And then we we, we did a, an extended close. So we just closed yeah. uh, uh, about a month ago. Just more recently. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at, when you bought it, you didn't have your financing secured. It was all done after the fact. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those rates must have scared you a little bit. But your cash flow is still uh, 1500 a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So now in this case... You guys had a significant amount of money into this, like 200 grand then basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And is that just money you had from other investments or did you borrow that on, say, like a line of credit or? So the the down payment we borrowed. So that's actually it's borrowed privately um, with our Norfolk. So we're going to be using some of our reappraisal from that to pay back that. Okay, so right now you're paying like a private, like a P note or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the rates on that are obviously not fantastic. Um, Uh, No, it's. It's not it's bad. It's not bad. But it's it's really like I mean, we've got a lot of balls in the yeah. air. So we've mm-hmm. you know, we can move numbers around. Yeah, um, of course. And and make it work. No, I yeah. think I think promissory note money's awesome. It's a nice it's a a nice transitional piece, right? It's kinda mm-hmm. like your bridge financing as you work out right. what yeah. it is that you're you're working towards yeah. right now. So are you cash flowing now with that P note or is it Yeah. Yep. So still cash flowing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
so it's it's nice like i mean we we basically you know scooped it up um we were kind of looking i'm always looking but yeah it's um we have two large renovations going on mm-hmm. and in the middle of it we kind of said well it works right <laughs> it let's see if it works with private money too oh it yes it, i've done the same too yeah. right if i worked it out where i could even take a p-note and i could still break even That's right. then i'm interested right i can yeah. lock in a fixed rate i can take a p-note and now i can uh, wait until I have time to renovate. And That's maybe, right. maybe hold it for a couple of years before you do any significant yeah, renovations. Yeah, exactly. And there's lots of potential yeah. there. There's, you know, um, three units that yeah. can be potentially renovated and, you know, all kinds of good stuff. Oh, yeah. Like your your upward potential on that is awesome. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people are, are sort of afraid to look in smaller cities. I mean, I, I mean, those who listen to this podcast hear me talk about small towns all the time. So um, maybe them not as much. But um, what do you say to people who... who have like a fear or hesitancy of, of small towns you like need that to know where the small town is and what it is right i mean people are worried about sudbury right mm-hmm. i remember when we got our place in sudbury oh no sudbury is a bad place i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you know the the you know the nickel's not going anywhere there's hospitals yeah. there's mm-hmm. you know it's a major city um and then when you, when you look at smaller towns it's the kind of the same thing. You need to look at the economics. You need to look at what's yeah. there. Um, why are people moving there? Are people moving there? And mm-hmm. and and once you kind of figure that out, it stops being um, so daunting because now you're yeah. you've got the knowledge, right? Um, yeah. And Norfolk, Simcoe, it's two hours away from Toronto. Yeah, they're beautiful um, uh, towns. Uh, Simcoe is very wealthy i mean yeah we there's a lot of old money there. Oh, same yeah, with pilsenberg so, right like that yeah. whole everywhere where there was tobacco there was a lot of wealth yeah yeah, well, yeah. and and when you too when you look at vacancy rate it's mm-hmm. so low in small towns right and mm-hmm. so we found even just um when we were trying to rent the the three bedroom mm-hmm. um and just put it up on facebook marketplace um like over 100 people applied through yeah. our our forms, right? So we had so, the pick oh, you, do you of, use the Google form yeah, or the yeah, to yeah. kind of vet people. Nice. Um, yeah. So and you know we got some great tenants in there, and Very you know good. we we got they're, top they're rents. Working for Unifor. Unilever. Yeah, Unilever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I mean, there are lot of of things in Simcoe and the surrounding area that are happening. There's a college, right? There's yeah. You know, um, I think really too in Southern mm-hmm. Ontario, any small town yeah. is a pretty good bet. <laughs> yeah, it's, this yeah, this knowledge I, I feel like it's very differently applied in the states. Like you have to be so much oh, more yeah. mm-hmm. discerning about the town you invest in. Whereas in Southern Ontario, there's only so many places you can go, yeah. and um, it's that whole water you know, drop the rock in the pond, the ripples. People yeah. just if they can drive two hours once a week into their job, I mean they can work from home the rest of the time. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like they'll do it. Yep. Uh, so people are constantly looking for that. Hey, how can I make my dollar stretch further? Well, obviously, Simcoe, the numbers are a bit better than, say, Brantford, right? Like, you can yeah. get stuff a little cheaper still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what would you say the, the relative discount is? Is it 10, 15, 20% less? Um, it's, it's, it can be several hundred thousand under what you're for the same thing apples to apples apples to Mm -hmm. apples okay and we do look in Brantford we've got Brantford properties and they're great but yeah you go down 20 minutes to 30 minutes down the road and then suddenly boom it's a lot cheaper and um you get more for uh 
your buck down there for sure. Mm -hmm. So what what are most people doing then, like uh, employment-wise in Zimco? But so there's the college, there's the, the farming is, is farming fairly is still big. big. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stelco, Imperial people yeah. will commute. So the, the big factories. Okay. There. So they're yeah. still, they're working in Hamilton, et cetera. So yep. from Hamilton, you're what, 45 minutes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And there's yeah. um, power generation. You have to think that they're all those turbines. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're very picturesque. <laughs> they're, yeah. with, they, uh, they are nice, right? Going, driving through the fields and there's all that, but that, the, all of those have to be worked yeah. on. Right. Um, so there's trucks coming back and forth from, you know, yeah. Kitchener and yeah, Waterloo seems... with all the gears and the parts yeah. and yeah, there's lots of that. Um, and, you know, there's, but there's mm-hmm. yeah. there doesn't need to necessarily be a ton going on because like, like you said, the people could be working in Hamilton. Yeah. People yep. could Brands be working in all these other sounds that are very diverse that, yep. that have all kinds of industry. You're not that mm-hmm. far off the well, highway. There's, there's big yeah. industry there too. Yeah. Right. Like you, you, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all farm field, but then there's yeah. a steel plant there, you know, and there's... I didn't know that, so yeah. that's, yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's stuff. Interesting. Yeah, so so a fair bit going on, but I mean, even if there wasn't, even if it had next to nothing going on, it's still 45 minutes to these other yeah. towns that do. Mm-hmm. And the interesting yeah. thing about it is because we're, we're focusing a lot on... Uh, a lot of the short term on, you know... So Airbnb experience. down there, right? Yeah. And yeah. you can have your cake and eat it too so you know we've got short term there mm-hmm. um or long term but the short term is great there's wineries mm-hmm. like there's you know there's skiing there's hiking trails there's you know mm-hmm. uh the victorian is um 15 minutes away from port dover with all the shopping and all the yeah. you know the beaches the beaches um uh, so you just, yeah, that's right in your ad. Fifteen minutes from Port Dover. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you yeah. can actually walk to Port Dover. Yeah. So right by our house, there's the mm-hmm. the trail that uh, it's about yeah. fifteen kilometers. So people bike it, walk it all really? the time. Yeah. Oh, and there's wow. so much history there. Like if you're interested in, you know, um, the industrial growth of Canada, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, Norfolk County, that area. Like it was all the the steam trains would be running crisscrossing through that area, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, they're huge lumbering, uh, before there was the, um, um, tobacco plants, right? It was yeah. all forest and they, you know, see, I love like, that. Yeah. Lots of I love hearing about there. like history. It's like, it feels like so much of history yeah. is just lost. We don't yeah. know these things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but yes. like that small town history is cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, and there's a lot of it, yeah. right? It, it's, it's really cool to, to kind of actually kind of give back. We actually spoke to a couple of times the, director of tourism in Norfolk yeah. County. Um, and we were trying to, you know, work with them to, you know, put on events and stuff like that. Um, and it's, um, it's really interesting that they put a lot into the town to, you know, create that heritage or, you know, uh, they've got an archive there that you can go and there's like a museum yeah. they dress up. Right, okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, in the Victorian outfits, and it's so cool. really cool. And yeah. you can find out about you know mm-hmm. all the history. Yeah, so. and then you can stay at our place. So. And then you can stay at our place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, you just have the know, one there right now. Just the one, and then the other one's about uh, thirty minutes away on the water. Yeah, right, is South the cottage. Kirk. The okay. Victorian can sleep um, like maximum. I wouldn't probably, but maximum is nine people. It's like it's yeah. a fairly large you know mansion i guess um 
And we've, you know, dressed it up. We put in tin ceilings, the original tin ceilings, like with the, Love it. the moldings. Yeah. And um, we, you know, put in the a lot of the original wallpaper that would have been with the house, which is, um, it all, we all um, bought it custom made from England. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and the, the house was actually fitted originally with gas lamps, right? So it was, nice. every room was gas there was no electricity right and mm-hmm. there was a cistern in the attic there's two attics because it's like yeah a big house but yeah we've really made it we put in a you know high-end hot tub we um created a sitting room with a spa with a steam sauna yeah and the shower and mm-hmm. you know then there's the parlor and den and the yeah you know, it kind of goes is on. this already on airbnb no no it will i was about to say I'm, i have yeah. airbnb up like i'm just trying to find it yeah we yeah, actually no, even we'll bought an old uh well not old but very modern um elmira stove you know the old-fashioned one that oh that's cool yeah yeah <laughs> like a wood stove I mean, kind it of kind of it looks like yeah. a wood stove but when you open yeah. it up it's the internals is yeah. a whirlpool okay like it, it, yeah, it's yeah. like an electric so it's just stove for with looks. gas yeah. Yeah, but it's all for looks yeah. and mm-hmm. you know but all, you know, all the tile came from yeah. you know, England and all that kind of great yeah. stuff. Okay, let's talk about some of these uh, these numbers uh, for for Airbnb, kind of what you're expecting. Yep. Um, so it's an old Victorian house, one unit only, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now their basement, we <laughs> we actually dug out, underpinned, and made into an apartment. So we can actually have somebody that we will place a, a renter, a long-term okay, renter. A long-term there. tenant? Yep. Or we could do some Secondary. interesting other things to it, right? Second because, Airbnb unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or we could, like, we do have a spa mm-hmm. there, right? Mm-hmm. And we do want to have some kind of, you know, massage service. Like, there's just potential, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, after, and you got some land there, too? Like, um, It's about an acre, right? It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> you're going to find it funny but it's a huge house it's over like uh, three thousand square feet yeah about square that. feet just the top so the yeah. bait the the, the set where i'm not counting the another you know 600 for the the basement unit right okay. um two large garages and uh an old like a large shed that we can yeah. kind of store stuff in um so let's talk yeah let's talk so a the numbers couple of numbers Um, Yeah. So again, though, you know, when you're looking at small towns and doing Airbnbs, um, you know, the numbers are a bit, you know, you got to not guess, but you got to look at comparables. But then also, um, you know, we we did look a bit outside of our area, given that this is a bit of a unique property, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's there's not an exact comparable. Um, So we are figuring um, just given given those factors, um, probably about 350 a night. Um, and really you know, low. Yeah, yeah, like which is low. Like, low what occup- what occupancy do you figure at three fifty a night? And this it's is like an annual average. Per a- night? Annual average, yeah. and we have occupancy at sixty percent. Like again, we try to be pretty conservative. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, we'll just look at the the annual here. I'm actually just going through my first uh, experience with Airbnb with our campground, so kind of getting yeah, used to yeah. how it all works. And yeah. uh, so, well, you're sixty, so it'll be seventy-six thousand approximate a year mm-hmm. uh, at sixty percent occupancy. If you can do better, you can you can improve on that. 
would uh, would that already include would your cleaning fee be included in that or cleaning fees cleaning on top? Cleaning fee will be extra on top. Yeah, and then you're just going to offset that with your actual expense. With it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So so let's talk before we get into the rest of the expenses um, what you bought it for and what you're putting into it mm-hmm. and what you have put into it. Yeah. Um so we bought that for 625. Nice. And we've put in so including like furniture, you know, like Airbnb yeah. everything. We're probably just under six hundred now. What we've put in six hundred thousand into it. Mm-hmm. So you really restored it, yeah. like everything, oh, yeah. all the original elements. You didn't get rid of you. No, you we, we yeah, reconditioned. Yeah. yeah, we reconditioned. I mean, some of the ceilings, the plaster uh, ceilings, which had crown molding, about like eighteen inches yeah. of crown molding with medallions and stuff. We actually yeah. went in and restored all that, so we nice. kept it. Um, we completely rewired the place. Um, we, you know, like we said, we put in the original tin ceilings with the borders mm-hmm. and the, yeah. you know, the sconces and so, the old. So yeah. for all the wiring, you're just punching holes and yeah. then patching yeah. them up. You know, yeah. And, and um, being careful. Yeah. Yeah. We, there's three bathrooms. Um, we refinished all the floors. No insulation in the house, right? No, the thermal no. mass of that building, you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. insulation yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I mean, I'm a, I started out building on the Brattle path, right? Yeah. That was okay. where originally. So you have a construction like, background. I have a construction background. Yeah. And I mean, our walls for that house um, are about two feet thick. So brick out, brick. brick exterior, double brick? Um, four. Four courses four. of brick. Four courses oh, okay. of Okay, so there's lots of insulation there. There is. Yeah. There, there, and you basically, now I put in an HVAC system in the attic. Yeah. There's two attics. But we put in a full HVAC system, uh, th- three tons of cooling, all insulated, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that thing, like even with it off, the whole house kind of, today it was, or yesterday it was blisteringly hot. The house didn't really get oh, over 74 Right, it just wow. stakes. If you walk in and it feels like it's air conditioned, but it's not. It just it's like a yeah, heave, right? <laughs> yeah, that's actually really cool. Okay, so. so but there is air conditioning, and we put in yeah. that. And then heat wise, did you put in a new furnace and all no, that? No, so it's it's radiant. Um, so or or hydronic. So it's a boiler. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the uh, I also put that air conditioner upstairs as a heat pump. Okay. Um, so I put that in with all the ductwork. So you've got a dual system. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just just in case. I mean, comfort's really important um, for yeah. guests. Like, I mean, we we, we want to be. We're always thinking about yeah. the end user and you know the customer experience. Well, you're going to be giving them an experience. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Well, and yeah. and you know, we really want to focus on unique. Yeah, well, that's, um, you got to do that, right? Units, right? And mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, we just don't want to have a bog standard thing. And this is definitely something that people are going to go to and get excited mm-hmm. about going and have an experience. Yeah. Like you only get a couple of vacations a year, most people, right? Right. So you want it to be memorable. So, mm-hmm. but are people coming to Simcoe to go on vacation? Like, I mean, I think it's yeah. really cool. But mm-hmm. people actually say, "Oh, let's oh, go yeah. to Simcoe." I know they go to like say somewhere like Stratford. Well, if you're in the United States, yeah. a lot of people come up. And go. I'm going to go to Canada. How yeah. how cool is that? I'm going to see. You know, I don't know. Yeah, and but. it's um, there's so many different festivals and different things happening in oh, the towns. Yeah. So yeah. there was a few weeks ago um, when our floors were being redone. 
Um, we were going to go up and stay with our, we have two young kids, but we got there and just the smell, we couldn't. So we're like, oh, we'll just stay in a hotel for the night and come back the next day. Everything sold no. out. Oh, we had to end up out. staying um, around mm-hmm. Turkey Point in an, in the Eco Adventure Lodge. Like so we were in a gotcha. like one of the a tent hurt because all the hotels, even Airbnbs, yeah. were sold out. That was all that was left. Yep. So you know, there's definitely um, Huge a shortage of, term, of uh, um, places yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, in actual fact, every Friday the thirteenth. All the you know old couples. Well, they go to Port Dover, right? Yeah, Port Dover, but then they drive know, right they, through. They, our, they, dr- they yeah. drive all over that area, right? And so all the like you know bikers, anybody that has a bike, they all come yeah. together, and and it's you know yeah. it's it's you know they're not biker gangs. It's like you know, no, no, it's all, all for fun. Yeah, it's all for fun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and my father-in-law will do that. There's a lot of people going up for the wineries. There's a lot of people going up to. You know, check out the farms and. Well, I didn't know about the wineries. That's yeah. That's obviously yeah. Mm-hmm. like Niagara on the Lake. We go there all, every, everywhere yeah. in the whole like you know mm-hmm. Grimsby onward is attracting people mm-hmm. for that. So Simcoe yeah. does the same. same yeah, thing. Bunch of wineries or just a couple or. Oh, there's a handful. Yeah. Um, and and two more craft breweries as well, right? Kind yeah. of sprinkled Yeah, so around. those will bring people to the area. Yeah, because you sure. kind of get the overflow. Like when Niagara's all booked up, people start to scatter. Very out, interesting. Right? Yeah. You're teaching me things here. I like it. <laughs> so they also have a yeah. festival or a fair. The fairground is fairly close to the the house. Yeah. And that fairground has a big festival every year that would kind of look like what the X would look like, yeah. you know, 50 or 60 years ago, right? You know, people are coming. They're looking at you know trackers yeah. they've got horse racing they've got horse jumping and a lot of people come all over very cool from the states everywhere yeah. to come to these these festivals right nice um so if you know you know <laughs> and then yeah. other people yeah. you got to get the word out yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, okay, so what's uh, this house look like from a property tax standpoint? Do you know ballpark? Um, yeah, so that one too. It's a little less than the fourplex, like, like thirty five hundred or something per year. Um, let me just quickly. So taxes are about three fifty a month. Okay, so we yeah, three fifty times twelve. And then uh, insurance probably still pretty high on that one. So this one is three hundred, just under three hundred a month. Yeah. Okay. Um, maintenance we'll leave at five percent just in case. Uh, utilities you're obviously paying all of them. Yeah. So it's around eight hundred. Eight hundred a month. A month. Yeah. yeah. Is that is that on uh, city water and sewer? This one is. So it actually when we bought transferred. it, it was on yeah. well. Um, well water, okay. um, but we ended up transitioning it because um, with wells, like there's a lot more maintenance, and you're you're always got to be you know checking the water and stuff. Well, so we, sandpoint well in the middle yeah. of the basement, like oh. it was the weirdest thing. But they yeah, just and you couldn't sand. drill a new proper well, right? Like the well, municipality. you're going to drill a sandpoint for that, which is just yeah. a screw that you put into the ground. But yeah, um, it was better. We we're going to have a sauna with a, like you know all yeah. that the water features and the steam and yeah. we wanted a, a proper source okay. of water plus the water line was there because when i moved out some of the tanks uh for the well <laughs> there was you know three quarter inch copper coming from the Already city stubbed just up. stubbed up with a a shut off right yeah. so it was the, there the city didn't even know about no, it no they didn't so know about it i think at some yeah. point you know so you didn't tell them you just connected to it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, yeah um and then it's on city sewer as well yeah yeah it was already that way wasn't it okay all right um now as uh okay so utilities we've got 
you're obviously managing. Um, and then any of your other management costs would be probably covered by the cleaning fee, right? All of your, like whatever yeah. you're charging for mm -hmm. cleaning covers all those expenses, yes. right? Yeah. So we won't even factor those in. We'll just leave them out of it. Mm -hmm. Landscaping, you're going to have a number there. Yeah, so this one's big. So um, we are budgeting about 300 a month. Um, and in then the obviously, like that's just regular maintenance. Yeah. So spring and fall cleanup is oh, probably okay. an extra thousand. Okay. Um, so is it does it work out to three hundred a month over the year, including snow removal? Yeah, that probably. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, this is a big one. It, it is expensive. We yeah. it's not that expensive right now because yeah. we've gotten some people that are yeah, you've got good people a lot. Well, cheaper, but and especially if you're in an area, you can just get convinced the same person to just hey, help me out over yeah. here. Um, but it, it's it's such a problem. Like we were we were thinking, you know, next, you know, maybe we should just open up a landscape business <laughs> with our uh, our construction business and our property management. Hilarious business. conversation I have with my brother-in-law. He's yeah. like, he's like, we should just start a landscaping company because no, you can seriously. never find landscapers. Yeah. No, like I, your biggest challenge is finding people who want to work. Well, I exactly fired two of them before we yeah. found the guy. You know, mm -hmm. um, but you know, like any landscaping equipment, I was. I looked at it's at expensive, it. it's, but it's not that expensive. Ten grand will get you everything you need, and then off you go. Like like uh, zero turn radius, yeah, uh, lawnmower, all that kind of good stuff. The trailer, it's trailer, the you know, and then and then you're off, right? There's people that are willing to pay outrageous amount of money for landscaping. For landscaping, right? Um, hey, like <laughs> hey, let's talk know, about it. Maybe we'll yeah. start a company together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of that. Like you get you get enough properties and you get into it enough and you, you start that. working you start realizing there's yeah. other opportunities yeah. well that's that's exactly it it's about spotting opportunities and the more things you do the more opportunities you spot and that's then it's right. a lot of it's to do with how you uh how you think right like yeah. how, how does your brain function are you constantly looking for opportunities yeah, yeah. i'm uh, consciously trying to continue to reprogram my brain to look for more of those especially mm -hmm. in times like now with yeah. you know property values correcting mm -hmm. uh, the opportunities coming are insane yeah well, that's why we have a property management business. So we just don't take care of our properties. Yeah. We'll do other people's because we're already doing it full. Right. You're you already know. in this in the area. You might yeah. as well just yeah. apply what you have to help yeah. other people too. And mm -hmm. same with the Airbnb management. We, you you're know, doing it for cleaner, yourself. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. So we found, you know, like I have cleaners and so on, but um, the front end of it, we're handling it and then coordinating all of our cleaners. And, mm -hmm. you know, because that too, like landscaping, it's hard to find. Um, you know, good people willing to to do that. It's not the people. I think it's it's somebody that is on the ball and organized and can get mm -hmm. it done and mm -hmm. yeah. and properly done, right? Yeah. So well, yeah. And Airbnb like turnovers are they're different than just your general like house cleaner, yeah. right? Like you need yeah. somebody who has that that eye, right? To like yeah. place things, like get everything and, right back as they should. Well, we're going yeah. through that now with our camp. We've got now. I think we have ten units listed. Most of them are tents. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we've got a couple, you know, a few trailers in there as well. And uh, so we, we've been trying to get somebody full time. We already have one full timer. We've got, you know, a lady that comes in for two hours a day. We need another full timer mm -hmm. just to like keep mm -hmm. on top of all our cleaning and turnovers with all those units. And we're having trouble. Yeah. Having trouble finding somebody. Like we had one hired. Oh, no, she doesn't want to clean. <laughs> she yep. quit yep. before she started. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. The, there is a problem with like a labor shortage right now for sure but you know no. the interesting thing usually in a recession people are out of work because they're being laid off in this recession 
People are not working to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, out of work because they're being paid a, to stay home. You know, yeah. some thoughts on all that. But <laughs> oh, you, you know this is a safe space to share <laughs> yeah, those thoughts, this right? Is, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit funny that, um, yeah. you know, our house prices, like, I mean, the whole fact of the matter is, is how can you say that every, all the house prices are going to go skyrocketing downwards when we're not building enough right yeah like, so this is this is the two sides right like and i think a lot of people are are waiting for the sky to fall and and yeah. and what we've seen now is a lot of people have just frozen they're not doing anything kind of like at the start of the first lockdown everyone just froze yeah mm -hmm. and because they're all thinking well if i just wait it out all of a sudden i'm going to find a great deal uh so we're, we're going to have some pent-up demand for for buyers uh, pent-up sellers uh, and yep. and a mix of everything in between but the thing that, that really occurs to me is this is not going to happen overnight because there's a lot of people who don't need to sell they've they're in the middle of a term with a you know a 2.5 yep. percent interest rate mm -hmm. they're not in any hurry to sell um, so they're just going to sit if they if they know they can't get the price they want for their house they sit they yeah. sit so uh, i i don't expect a massive crash all at once or anything like that i think that we could see a pretty big crash followed by a recovery uh, mm -hmm. Because, as you said, we don't have enough houses. We don't well, have enough people that'll work. Yeah, and, um, and people are funny, right? Yeah. Like, they do react, then they don't know what's going on. But yeah. the fact of the matter is, if, if you've got so many people coming into Canada, yeah. and and we still can't build fast enough, can't it's build. not going to, you know... And well, and now we've had builders, so new housing starts, that are, this is already happening. Builders are are freezing their builds. They're saying, okay, hang on. We're just going to sit still for a second. We're not going to start anything new. Yeah. So that's already happening. Yeah. We still have Trudeau saying 400,000 people coming in a year. We were previously doing 200,000 new houses a year. So now that gap is going to grow. More people coming in. So what happens? Where do those people go? Mm -hmm. They yeah. need a house, right? They so, need a place to stay. You know, Japan had a, had a scenario where they hit recession. Their, their values have been going down forever. And I've mentioned this before, but they don't allow people to emigrate to Japan. Like it's very, it's very monoculture, uh, whereas we're not. So yeah. mm -hmm. um, it's, it's tough. Like, you know, everyone tries to predict what's going to happen. We can only speculate, but it's a very mm -hmm. odd set of circumstances. I think it's und undisputable we're recession now. Yeah. Uh, and that could proceed and, and get really ugly. But yeah. still, how do housing prices stay and, down? And, and, and like yeah. you were saying, there's, yeah. there, you know, unemployment employment is is fairly low you know um because you're not in the workforce if you're not looking for a job yeah. <laughs> you don't that, count yeah that's the, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah right like i mean you you know there there, there is an entitlement issue i think oh for sure mm -hmm. there's a lot of yeah. people that just don't want to work or don't yeah. think they they, they want to be the boss yeah. right and and they haven't worked yeah. for it. Me and Brian work seven days a week. Right. Well, I mean, we this is until nine o'clock last night. Like, and but you guys are old school, you know, like that. Like <laughs> that old. still exists. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think you're old. I think we're around the same age. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, uh, you know, you're kind of old school mentality where there's a lot of the uh, the new school mentality where it's like, yeah, I don't really feel like working. But I think one of our biggest challenges is that people don't see the value in working anymore. Because they're like, what's the point? Look at these housing prices. Yeah. How am I going to afford yeah. a house? I just talked to somebody yeah. that said it was talking about the basic income thing, right? And yeah. my argument to that is, well, yeah. if you have a basic income, you, the motivation yeah. to improve one's situation yeah. kind of gets diminished, right? And he goes, well, it doesn't disappear, but it's, it's yeah. diminishing. You know, it's the diminishing returns. Yeah. Like you, you know... The people, a lot of people that 
first, you know, came here, like my father yeah. and my grandfather and all that kind of stuff, they worked mm -hmm. their butts off because they knew they had they, to. They had to. There was no handout. There was no safety net. Yeah. And you had to get up every morning yeah. and there was just a little bit of fear in the back of your head. Yeah. And that's that what keeps pushes you going. people forward. It's yeah. it's you know, and it's okay, right? Um, yeah. to do that. But we really focus with our kids. We've got two six year olds. Okay. Uh boy and a girl, um, mm -hmm. twins. And we the, the, like they were painting the stairs now yesterday right yeah. they're they're putting up wallpaper or taking it down right like they're they work with us um yeah, i love it yeah you know and and we talk about the finances and they come to meetings and mm -hmm. you know color while we're we're doing you know our <laughs> banking right um it's important for us to kind of show them that yeah it's hard work that gets you places oh yeah, yeah. um and not standing still right so, yeah, 100 percent. And I, I hope that more people continue to teach their kids those values. I think maybe we're going to have uh, I think by necessity, we're going to have a return to those values. Yeah. Um, you know, mm -hmm. as people start to see that there are shortages of certain goods that they want, uh, you know, uh, you constantly hear in the news about, you know, food processing plants burning or, you know, problems with people not um, with supply chain and distribution. So people are going to have to get more resourceful. So I think maybe we'd see a return to those values. Maybe as these prices come down a bit, we're going to see a few more people motivated to say, hey, here's my here's my shot. Now yeah. I can now I can make it happen. So mm -hmm. um, it's going to be an interesting ride over the next it few years. Yeah. And I think about I think about being in hospitality and that that obviously has its its concerns for me too. Um, you know, hospitality is one of those things that in a recessionary environment people aren't as keen on. So I always like to have a way of pivoting. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts there on a pivot? If if you do start to see it's a little, you know, there's less spending there. Do yeah. you take the approach that hey, we'll just be better, and when the other ones don't rent, we'll still rent? Um, you know, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think so. Um for the Norfolk, the Victorian, we have a, you know, we've are always thinking of different ideas to bring in income, right? So yeah. if it's not just the regular person looking for, you know, a week away, can we um, do photo shoots, right? You can rent it out for stuff like that, for small events, yeah. um, looking, parties, you know, yeah. wedding parties, um, photography really sessions, cool. I think I mentioned, right? So that space will be great for that. Mm -hmm. You know, cottages are a little bit different because you can only do so much with a cottage, but we wanted to make sure that, you know, when we look at our whole portfolio, it's like, you know, can you kind of take, yeah. you know, you know, you move a bit of money around. Yeah, to there's, support there's some the give others. and take, right? Like you right? can have a couple mm -hmm. that go go negative in, in a certain circumstance because you have others that offset them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now that um, that cottage is four season now. Yeah. Right? And a lot and of. So we could actually oh, transfer it. Yeah. Just to, to a long term. Tenant, to right? a yeah. long term. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we do make sure that those things yeah. are there. Work, yeah. But I mean, I, I think there'll be tourism. Uh, local tourism um, when you know w when there's a recession because people aren't flying away to Disneyland yeah. you know they're staying more local and if you can reduce your prices and you can be competitive yeah. then you don't necessarily have to pivot right out of it yeah uh, you mm -hmm. just need to pivot adjust and, and adjust and make your place yeah. more special or spe yeah, special yeah. compared to the other places yeah. and with a fair price, right? We can get amazing, we'll probably get really good money coming in more than the 350 we're saying. Um mm -hmm. but we you know, we know we have our bottom. Yeah. Um but we're really going to promote it. And that's why we're out um you know talking to the city and talking to the county about 
uh, you know, tourism and and promoting mm-hmm. things. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. And I, I I tend to think the same. Like there is that effect where there were would be people vacationing to Europe, going you know going far, and now maybe they vacation local. So the whole local tourism, if you if you plan and, and adjust your marketing to try and grab local people, which I think Airbnb sort of does for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they just naturally start looking and and. Um, just make your make sure you're seen. I think yeah. there's a lot we can do. Like I think a lot of people try and you know say, well, it's the market, it's the market. Like I, you know, I'm I'm subject to the market, but yeah. that's a very um, passive strategy. I mean, I think you can be more active about it and say, knowing this is coming, here's how I'm going to adjust to make that's sure right. I'm positioned so that this doesn't hurt me like it would hurt marginal product or you know you know your very average. Uh, house that you might find in, yeah. in Simcoe that they're yeah, renting. For sure. And we, like, I mean, I love history. That's my big thing. And mm-hmm. if you look at some of the great entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in history, they never had that um, that state of mind. The they, fear state of mind? The fear state of mind. Yeah, yeah. What they did is they looked into the future and saw something that other people couldn't and made it. They didn't, yeah. they didn't say, oh, I'm going to get lucky. I'm yeah. going to really try hard and and maybe it's going to happen. No, yeah. they just no, I'm going to make it, it happen. Yeah. Happen. And that's yeah. the way you have to approach things is that, you know, like yeah, we're going to go forward, we might have to pivot here and there, but you know what? We're going to work really hard to make something that's uh, amazing. And that's, you know, that's why we're sitting here and with all this technology and all the, mm-hmm. all those people that came before us, you know, worked really hard. Um so I kind of get a motivation from you know that every time I yeah. kind of feel a little scared, yeah. maybe I'll pick up a book and read, you know, a biography about Carnegie, right? Yeah, he, he like grew up in Scotland. Yeah, um, his dad was uh, uh, in the cottage industry, being a weaver. And you know what happened to the cottage industry in England, right? No. Well, it it uh, the spinning jenny came in, which is the you know the 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 factories that would make cotton, okay. right? And and people were starving, right? Yeah. Like it was, it completely disappeared. But he came over yeah. to the U.S. and slowly he built himself up to be richest you know, one man of in the, history, one of the richest men in history. Yeah, right. Um, and it was he wasn't smart. He wasn't like you know a genius. He wasn't yeah. you know he he was just a hard worker. Right. And uh, and. Well, yeah, that yeah. that old saying, you know, what is that? Hard times create strong men, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like, that's where they came from, right? Like they they were hard times. Now we're in the uh, what what do you call it? Uh, good times create weak men. Weak men create <laughs> yeah, hard right. times. We're somewhere in that transition, <laughs> yeah. and by necessity, we'll come back around. And yeah. it, maybe it'll be fun. Maybe it won't be. I, I'm guessing probably not. But uh, but we can still position ourselves to can, to work through it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yep. The end goal is you know or the Okay, so I know there were probably a couple of things that you guys wanted to cover. We've covered a lot of cool discussion. <laughs> yeah. um, was there anything that you wished I'd asked you about that I haven't yet asked you about? Um, so I suppose um, we wanted to talk about you know our joint venture programs and stuff like that. Uh, okay. We've got a lot of stuff online um, that you know maybe Brienne can talk about mm-hmm. um, that kind of okay. if you're interested. In, you know, like a lot of people in our situation, we've got uh, packages. That if you're interested in real estate, but you're not quite sure, mm-hmm. or especially if you're interested in more of, um, you know, the, the, the 
like cottages or unique stays or yeah. or things like that, we can kind of uh, assist you because we've, we've got experience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, so you can talk about the the stuff that we have online. Oh yeah, so we've um, you know we don't like we like to share everything that we're doing yeah. right. So um, on our website, we have a lot of content that we're we're starting to put out there to share. Yeah. So. A lot of different templates um, and guides, just on a lot of the stuff we've learned along the way, a lot okay. of the tips and tricks. Um, we have yeah. a, what's your website uh, address? So junctionhouseproperties.com. Junctionhouseproperties.com, okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll make sure that's in the description. Yeah. Okay. So we, and there's a lot of blogs, like, you know, um, mm-hmm. things that come up, you know, difficulties. Um, everything is not sunshine and, and lollipops. Like yep. a lot of it is like we were talking about, it's hard work. And yep. we try to, ex- you know, share our experiences with yeah. with every aspect mm-hmm. of the business, right? Um, and um, there we've online, are, we're really active on uh, Instagram. Okay. Um, so you can, you know, follow us along and see like um, Norfolk House and Spa. That's the Victorian one. And the same handle, Junction House Properties? Yep. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. at Junction House Properties. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you can see yeah. that. You can see our the new cottage, which is called Boho Breeze, right? Yeah. Um, and there, we've got logos for them all, and it's all pressed. Very press, cool. You know, mm-hmm. Really professionally done. We have Boho tents at our campground. Oh, cool. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you have to make a, like a cross-pollination yeah. thing going. Yeah. There you go. It's a tour of Ontario. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Um, and then we've got some, um, if you're more interested in uh, long-term real estate, we have uh, if you um, register with us, right, mm-hmm. uh, you'll actually get a whole bunch of emails coming in, um, going step-by-step through, you know, the process of, um, like, you know, refinance your house or, yeah. um, you know, all that. Yeah. Kind of and stuff. just, yeah. Like what it is to work with. Us, so you're, you're, right? you're yeah. basically giving people the full scoop, like the intro mm-hmm. to real estate investing. And then of that's course right. they have the option to work with you if, if that's something they'd prefer that's, to do. Yeah, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're obviously both full-time real estate, whether it be property management, construction, running your, your rentals. Is that, mm-hmm. is that the, the um, gist so, of it? Well, and we both have full-time we, we jobs as well. What? We still work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? So, um, yeah, a lot of people ask this, how do you have all the time? Like, well, we just make it we, happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we make it happen. And we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, I've been doing construction for, you know, a, a long time. Brienne's been doing. Um, yeah, I've been in, I work for one of the big banks um, okay. quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, so almost. 20 years, I guess, yeah. now, and like, you know, in the corporate world. So I have a lot of background in project management and communications and marketing. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. there's, nice. There's lots of stuff. Okay. So you're still yeah. working in construction. Is it your yeah. own company or is it? No, no, no. no. You work for another So company. I work for another big firm. We do industrial stuff. I work yeah. maybe part time now. Okay. Um, so, you know, four days a week, like yesterday, I, I didn't work today. Yeah. Yesterday I worked for four hours. Right. Um, it's just um, I do very unique stuff now. Okay. So I do large um, industrial burners and 
and nice. Uh, and I got a couple mm-hmm. of trade licenses. So, so you know, it, it's very unique what I do, but I, it doesn't take up a whole bunch of my time. Yeah, mm-hmm. thankfully. Right? Yeah, yeah. And the goal is to eventually be able to be full time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just wondering. I mean, like, what what milestone do you need to hit for you to um, think it's time to go full time? It's hard to say. Like, keep on saying, well, maybe now, and then we go. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I kind of like what I do, but I, you know, it is, it's a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah. just managing these businesses is, is time consuming. I don't know if you have like uh, employees that work for you. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. Do you have some assistants that? Yeah. That... So we have assistant, um, a, couple, a virtual assistant. We have bookkeepers, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, contractors, all that stuff. Yeah. So we try to outsource mm-hmm. as much so you as got we got a lot of systems, but you must be heavily involved in your operation still. We yes. have, yeah, yeah. Because we, yeah. it's really important for us to know what's going on we're yeah. we are a very yeah. hands-on same right um yeah. for better or for worse same yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right yeah. so yeah and we enjoy but we enjoy it we have their meetings and we you know do so and that's key like if you're not enjoying what you're doing yeah you know uh but it is like we haven't been home for two and a half weeks right wow. so we've got you know we've got our our cat walker i call her yeah. <laughs> that comes in yeah. and does the cat walking but we haven't been home right mm-hmm. uh because yeah. we've you know got two renos going on we've got to meetings yeah. all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff wow. so yeah. i'm glad i had you on you're very interesting people <laughs> thank you yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's refreshing just yeah hard work do it make it happen it. and you got a lot going on like it's yeah. not a simple operation no yeah uh, would you say like are your properties majority like joint ventured or are you guys majority holding them yourselves or a mix uh, it's, it's a, a mix. mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I find that joint ventures are definitely, uh, um, you can do different types of properties when a joint venture comes in. Yeah. Right. And it's when really there's equity in, in, in the mix, when, when there's equity yeah. in the mix, you can get more creative. Right. right? Yeah. And, and you don't, don't necessarily have the gun to your head to pay the interest payments because right. you can, you can focus on something that's more of a long-term yeah. play. So the yeah. Victorian yeah. house, for instance, yeah is um the joint venture it's a joint venture yeah um kind of but it 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 will owned it eventually in in five years so it's okay there there is a kind of uh end game here but it allowed us to do the victorian otherwise you wouldn't where the boho beat uh boho breeze that is more of a yeah that's all us yeah yeah Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, so when you do joint ventures, do you usually write them that uh, eventually you'll be full and sole owner, like it'll be an equity participation to a point, or is that just case by case? Case by case. case, by yeah. case yeah. And with the market changing, it's going to have to be, right? Like yeah. you're going to look at it and say, here's the deal that makes sense today. I used to be more on the don't do joint ventures side. And now I look at it and I think joint ventures are an incredible opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You can grow at an incredible pace. There's so much more, uh, especially if you see an opportunity. And and, right. and I look at it, I'm like, you know what? I just don't want all the debt right now. I, yeah. I think joint ventures is a great opportunity. Um, they're in the rising market, all the debt didn't matter because you mm-hmm. just pay it all out. Um, in a more stagnant market, I think mm-hmm. a JV makes a lot more sense. Well, JVs yeah. make sense for in, like um, Airbnb or short-term yeah. rental cottages. Yeah, especially because they're very active businesses. Very active. You need an active partner. You yeah. need a passive partner. And you, yeah. you know, if they want to have a cottage, but yeah. they couldn't necessarily figure out how to do it. Yeah. 
right? That's an opportunity. Is it right on there. the table for your JV partner to use the property? Yeah, oh yeah. Because I heard Kyle Ford say, he was on my podcast a little while back, say, absolutely not. This is a business. He's like, if, well, if yeah. we have an opening last minute and it hasn't mm -hmm. booked, then you can use it. No, it's, it's yeah. a, you're absolutely, right. it's a business. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like your cottage when and then, yeah. you know, if it's opened, right, or, you know, we're going to cancel some things if you want to go out. Yeah. It's not no. like that. We'll keep it yeah. open for the long weekend for you. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's not going to happen. Right? Yeah. But it's exciting to know that yeah. you've got this place. It's beautiful. It's I well, it, you know, it's cleaned. It's, it's you great know, your owning own quality little real estate. hotel. Yeah. Right. Special yeah place love it yeah mm -hmm. it's great owning quality real estate i really do you know just makes me happy to think about it yeah, yeah that's yeah. a really good quality property and no mm -hmm. matter what in the long run i won't be upset that i own that that's right. exactly yeah. yeah okay very cool so uh where do we want to send people should they just go to your website should they go to instagram yeah so either website or instagram it's okay. junction house properties okay perfect us, yeah. And uh, any final words of wisdom for our would-be Airbnb investors, people managing this uh, interesting time we're, we're going through right now? Um, yeah, I think on the short-term rental, it's with everything else going on, I think you still got to keep your, your guests in mind, right? Yeah. It's all about that guest experience. Mm -hmm. So um, just, you know, and, and adding that value for people sure. so that they'll come back or talk yeah, about your place. Keep adding value, yeah. Yep. Make yourself stand out. Be, be, mm -hmm. be competitive, uh, competitively different like that yeah i like that yeah <laughs> love it yeah. yeah yeah don't just be competing don't be a commodity i, mm -hmm. I, I always yeah. i always say that be don't be a commodity be, be unique be, some, be yeah. unique yeah. yeah yeah cool all right well thanks so much for doing this i'm glad we connected and now can stay stay connected and mm -hmm. uh yeah we'll have you on again in the future for an update perfect sounds Wonderful. good thanks <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Please make sure to share this episode far and wide. Help it help more people. I really appreciate you tuning in. I'll see you on the next one. Uh -huh.